Locked On Cougars, and this is your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us on a Tuesday edition of the podcast. A lot to get to on today's show. We'll recap Kalani Satake's weekly press conference yesterday. Let you hear some of the highlights from what he said to the media during his weekly media session as he sat down at the Student Athlete Building in Provo. We'll also catch up on former Cougars in the pros and the NFL ranks, how they performed in week one of the NFL season. Taysom Hill having a big time showing last night on Monday Night Football. We'll run that down for you and of course catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports as we are your one-stop shop for all things BYU. Today's show brought to you by our title sponsor, Deseret First Credit Union. Also brought to you today by All Guard Pest Control and Vivid Seats. We'll tell you about all three of those great companies, great sponsors as today's podcast rolls on. With that, let's get to it. This is Locked on Cougars for September 10th, 2019. What's up, guys? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. And thanks again for taking the time to download the show on a Tuesday. A lot to get to on today's podcast, but let's start off on the BYU football front as Kalani Sitake held his weekly press conference in Provo yesterday. Had some interesting things to say, of course. BYU coming off a pretty rousing win against Tennessee, and now they turn their attention to facing number 24 USC this Saturday at home at Lavelle Edwards. Stadium, 1.30 p.m. Mountain Time kick on ABC. Now, I wanted to take a minute and talk a little bit about the kick time on this because next week as well, BYU announced yesterday that the game BYU will play against Washington the following week will also be a 1.30 p.m. Mountain Time kickoff. That's 3.30 Eastern, and it will be on either ABC, ESPN, or ESPN2. Okay, here's the deal. BYU set up this schedule and they're getting rewarded for having this stout schedule early on in the season. I'm not going to lie. The older I get and the more college football I watch, I get less and less interested in September, early September matchups or late August matchups because most of the time it's a Goliath and David situation where you've got an Alabama taking on the equivalent of My Little Sisters of the Poor. I know that's a reference to E. Gordon Gee back in conference realignment days, but that's what it feels like to me in college football. I really don't feel like my enjoyment of college football anymore outside, and we'll get to why I'm saying this in a minute, outside of BYU, my enjoyment of college football is very much um, thrown off until conference play begins and we see more intriguing matchups. Of course, there are made-for-TV matchups that come along. I thought that uh, games like LSU and Texas was great on Saturday night. But I give credit to BYU because the stout schedule they play up front, four Power 5 opponents are now 1-1, one one, two games into the season. They have number 24 ranked USC coming in. The following week will be another ranked team in Washington coming to Lavelle Edwards Stadium. BYU's being rewarded Awarded for setting up the schedule they did this year with those prime TV slots. This is me on network television this week, a game against USC. And I'm not going to pretend to say, that well, this is all on BYU. USC is a major brand name. The fact that it had a big win over USC absolutely helped push this to ABC because there are going to be multiple eyeballs wondering if USC can follow up what they did against Stanford when they come to Provo and t- face BYU. Keaton Slovis looks to be the part. And Kalani Sitake yesterday took a minute to talk about what he sees from the freshman signal caller who had a breakout performance last week. Yeah, Slovis, he's an impressive kid. Good composure. Watched him last uh, on the film and just uh, I think he he has, yeah, he's poised and and made some really tough throws and obviously was really effective. I think he was 20 for 33 and 
377 yards. So that that's uh, he has some really good weapons around him. But I thought he showed some really good maturity and poise in the pocket and was able to throw the ball uh, with good timing. Keaton Slovis, 377 yards, USC freshman record for a quarterback. Absolutely looked marvelous. If that's real, BYU's not the only team that needs to be worried about USC. I felt like USC in that game against Stanford finally played up or maybe exceeded even their talent level that they have right now. They have got elite athletes, and if they have found a quarterback in this Slovis kid that can play at a high level... Watch out. USC can be very dangerous all of a sudden. Well, uh, of course, USC is now running an air raid attack. I know there's some purists out there in Trojan land that weren't very happy that Graham Harrell is taking over and running an air raid attack uh, down there in Los Angeles. But Kalani Satake was asked yesterday, okay, what about defending the air raid? Well, he says he's pretty familiar with it, even going back to his playing days. I'm familiar with it because uh, we had that offense here when I was at BYU. A lot of the concepts, uh, a lot of the schemes carry over from when I played here under Norm Norm Chow and Lavelle Edwards. And so uh, you're looking at it, the concepts are still the same. Execution, all that, it still matters. And so my first introduction is that I played under the system. The next thing is defending it. Uh, There's there's some ways you can can, uh, defend it, but there's also, it's it's such a unique offense that there's a lot of different ways to attack it, but there's a lot of ways that they can counter as well. Well, so it's going to be a good matchup. Looking forward to it. Lavelle Edwards, he's one of the major masterminds behind what is now the air raid offense for BYU when he was at the head coach in Provo. Other guys uh, like Mike Leach, Hal Mummy were also innovators of it. They've kind of given it the name air raid, but the concepts of it come from the coaching tree that Lavelle Edwards had. And I think Kalani's very familiar with it. He says he's also familiar with the coaching staff at USC, guys like Chad Ka'a, I don't know how you say his name correctly. The defensive line coach is a guy that Kalani coached and had coached with him at Oregon State in the past. So he's very familiar with the staff and I think he'll have a good uh, system in place to defend this. I feel like BYU's three-man front with the eight uh, defenders playing in space will be very much in use this week. Interesting to see moves made ahead of Tennessee. I mentioned to you guys that you might see Zane Anderson playing safety. Well, it sounds like it's a permanent change and here's the reasoning behind that. Looking at what Zane could do for our defense at at the safety spot, I think He's, uh, he can be physical and play at the line of scrimmage, but it's a little different than what we had when we had Fred there. You know, he's more of a hybrid safety that's playing linebacker, and so I think he's more comfortable with that position. Probably has an opportunity to make more plays, not specifically in tackles in, in the box or at the line of scrimmage, but I think we can utilize his speed to help us out there, and then it, it gives us a good rotation with the guys there. So Zane Anderson, his experiment playing linebacker for BYU for all intents and purposes appears to be over. Austin Lee has moved over to play free safety while Zane Anderson is playing strong safety. Malik Moore also made the move back to cornerback this past week and we'll see how he performs there. I've also been told that Dimitri Gallo is finally starting to catch on to BYU's defensive scheme and the junior college transfer very much could be in the mix to for extended playing time in the near future, and that would make BYU's cornerback depth all of a sudden very strong. So you got Diane Gonwoluku, D'Angelo Mandel, Malik Moore, Isaiah Heron. He also had Dimitri Gallo to that mix. That make BYU's cornerback group, which looked very thin for a time there, look significantly better in the interim. Hopefully all of them stay healthy and all of them can contribute at a high level. Uh, one final note I wanted to talk about with you guys about Kalani Sitake's uh, press conference. When he was asked about uh, the sh- th- shoe throwing incident, uh, Zach Daw early on in the Tennessee game, uh, he 
goes to tackle Jared Jarrett Garantano comes down and his shoe comes off and it comes ends up in Zach Daw's hands as he's helping make that tackle on Garantano and he gets up and just heaves the shoe. I was sitting in the press box at Neyland Stadium I'm like what in the world just happened? And I immediately looked for a flag because I thought it was going to be an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. The referees I think were about as stunned as everybody else were and just didn't do anything about it. But Kalani Satake right as his press conference was ending yesterday, he talked about the whole situation and it was it was rather funny. Kalani, did you ask uh, Zach Donbo possessed him to throw a shoe? So he threw the shoe. We took him off the field because I, I, I didn't believe it at first. I thought it was a bird or something flying in the air. <laughs> and then I, I saw it and, and uh, so he pulled him out because that's something nothing that, that's, I'd rather have my guys help him up than I don't expect him to tie the shoes for him but should at least give him the shoe. The he shoe. tossed it and uh, he came to the side and I was like well what were you thinking? He goes I, I don't know I just you know, he, he just had this adrenaline and so just next time just give the shoe to him and yeah. we'll be okay but a little training involved <laughs> yeah it was an impressive throw he should have thrown discus in high school there you go Kalani Satake on Zach Dodd and yeah he's going to teach him hey we don't mind you helping him get the shoe back on we're not going to tell you to tie it but let's not heave it into the crowd because I think if you were to do that again speaking of Zach Dodd or any other BYU defender probably going to see a flag I legitimately think the officials the referees at that game were as stunned as everybody else was in the crowd and on the teams that Zach Dodd just got up and absolutely chucked that shoe and it was quite a heave. I'm with Kalani Sitake. He probably should have thrown discus if he can heave a football cleat that far all the way into the Tennessee sideline. But just one of those crazy things you see in football you'll probably never see again and just kind of funny all the way around. So there you go. Some of the highlights from BYU's press conference ahead of their game against USC this weekend with Kalani Satake. We'll be out there at practice again today talking with defensive players and coaches. Of course, if there are people you'd like to hear from, please let me know. You can hit us up on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Follow the show Locked on Cougars. Search us out there. You can follow me at Jacob C. Hatch on Twitter or you can drop the show a note via email at LockedOnBYU at gmail.com. All right, we need to turn our attention to BYU and the former Cougars and the pros, how they performed in week one of the NFL season. We'll get to that. Before we do that, though, do need to remind you today about Vivid Seats. Vivid Seats is an online ticket event marketplace dedicated to providing fans of live entertainment with experiences that will last you a lifetime. Vivid Seats listen With Vivid Seats, listeners can catch their favorite teams and artists perform in person, but also earn credit back on all purchases made through the Vivid Seats app via the Vivid Seats loyalty program. What you guys need to do is go to the App Store or Google Play Store, download the Vivid Seats app. Fans are automatically enrolled into the Vivid Seats Rewards loyalty program and enjoy credits on all of their purchases as part of the Vivid Seats Rewards program. With reward statuses ranging from MVP to Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer, customers can earn from 10% up to 16% back in credit on all of your purchases made during this month, guys. It's a fantastic way to get some money back, earn some credit back, can maybe go to another event by purchasing the tickets you'd be purchasing otherwise. You'd be purchasing them anyways. Why not get some credit back for them? Of course, all Vivid Seats confirmed orders are backed up by the 100% guarantee, so you don't have to worry about that at all either. Also, right now, if you go to Vivid Seats, use that Vivid Seats app, enter the promo code KICKOFF at checkout and receive a discount of up to $100. 100. That's what I said. $100, guys. Check it out. The Vivid Seats app. Vivid Seats, a proud partner of Locked On Cougars and the Locked On Podcast Network.
Reminder for you guys, when you guys are out and about driving around, make sure to plug in your smart device or even at home with your smart speakers. Tell it Play Podcast Locked On Cougars. That way you stay up to date on everything going on in BYU sports news. As our goal with this daily podcast, all focused on BYU, is to be your one-stop shop. So that way you're the smartest guy in the room when it comes to BYU sports. Let's take a minute now. It's kind of our weekly custom on Tuesdays to take a segment and talk about, or take a second segment, whatever you want to say, take a minute and talk about the former Cougars and the pros and how they performed in the NFL during week one of the season. Of course, we'll do this throughout the regular season and the playoffs as things continued. The most notable thing was that Kyle Van Noy was inactive on New England's roster Sunday night for their Sunday night opener against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Some of you may have wondered why. Well, you probably saw it on Twitter. If you didn't, he missed the game because of the birth of his son, his first son. Uh, His wife, Marissa, went into labor, so he was deactivated and did not play in New England's 33-3 win over Pittsburgh, but fantastic news that they did have a healthy baby boy Trey Legend Van Noy uh, an interesting spelling on it T-R-A-E and then Legend is L-E-D-G-E-N-D kind of an interesting way to spell it, but congratulations to the Van Noy family on the birth of baby Trey. Sounds like everybody's healthy and that's a fantastic news. Other news coming out of BYU, former Cougars and the pros from this past weekend is Fred Warner had a another standout performance for the San Francisco 49ers. He is looking like a steal as late as he went in this draft, but he posted a team-high nine tackles, including seven solo stops to go along with a pass breakup and a forced fumble, one of the four turnovers the 49ers got against the Buccaneers in their 31-17 win. It's a fantastic showing for Fred Warner. He continues to be a leader for San Francisco on the defensive side of the things, and I'm expecting him to just continue to have another fantastic season. If he plays like he did Sunday every week. He could challenge for all pro status, pro bowl honors, but he's got to make sure he comes out and does that. Uh, Seattle beat Cincinnati 21-20. to I think a lot of people were wondering if Ziggy Ansah would be ready to go. He was not. He was inactive for what, have been, what would have been his Seattle debut after spending his entire career to this point with the Detroit Lions. I'm hopeful that we can see Ziggy finally get healthy at some point and go out and play well but we'll see how it goes for him in that regard. Uh, the Los Angeles Chargers, who Michael Davis started for on Sunday, beat the Indianapolis Colts 30-24 to in a wild overtime affair. Michael Davis played early on, but then injured his hamstring and was taken out of the game. We'll update you with any other news that comes out regarding his status as things go along, but unfortunate to see him finally get a start for the Los Angeles Chargers and then go down with a hamstring injury, but here's hoping he can get back on the field in short order. We talked about last week how uh, John Denny had been released by the Miami Dolphins. Might have been a good thing. They lost 59 to 10 uh, to the Baltimore Ravens. Man, what a pasting there. We'll see what happens, but I don't think that John's necessarily going to be pursuing any and every job. I think he's totally okay if his career is over at this point, but maybe it's a good thing he left Miami when he did. A couple other notes for you is at Kansas City, of course, former BYU graduate assistant Andy Reid, former BYU offensive lineman as well. Uh, his team beat Jacksonville 40-26. to Former BYU safety Daniel Sorensen, who remains on the Chiefs roster, had a special teams tackle in limited action for Kansas City in that win. 
win. Uh, Buffalo beat the New York Jets 17-16. Two former Cougars on the roster for the Jets. Harvey Longy started the game at outside linebacker for the Jets. He had a tipped pass that ended up as an interception for Neville Hewitt. So congratulations to Harvey on the great showing there. His former BYU teammate, Bronson Kafusi, also started for the Jets, had one tackle in that game. Two other notes for you. Tennessee absolutely crushed preseason darling Cleveland, 43-33. Sione Takitaki was limited in the opener. He was marked as questionable after missing much of the week with a hamstring injury, so he did not play at all in that game and a rough loss for Cleveland. Here's hoping that Sione can get back to health and be able to play. And the final note for you is that Green Bay on Thursday night, Jamal Williams is part of the Packers season opening win 10-3 over the Chicago Bears. Uh, Williams did not start. He added 15 yards on two receptions. Also had two short runs that got him a, a net of zero yards after losing yards on the first play and a second run getting him back to zero yards. So congratulations uh, to Jamal Williams on the win to start off his season. He also had a tackle on punt coverage. Jamal continuing to show well on special teams. So there you go. Running down how former Cougars and the pros performed this past weekend. Best of luck to them this week. Hopefully the guys who are injured, Sione Takitaki, Michael Davis, Ziggy Ansah, can get healthy and be ready to go. And I'm looking forward to seeing what Kyle Van Noy does as a new father once he's back on the field for the New England Patriots. It was one another note about that. It was actually really cool. Of course, uh, Bill Belichick, a guy that is very well respected in NFL circles. He's one of the ultimate coaches all-time coaches in NFL history. Well, guess what? Guess who encouraged him to go and be with his wife and his son instead of playing a football game? Speaking of Kyle Van Noy, Bill Belichick, none other. That's really cool of him. It was a very very kind gesture, I guess, by a head coach because let's be real – Football coaches can be kind of domineering if they really want to be. It was nice to see Van Noy be able to go attend the birth of his first son. I wouldn't trade the world for having attended the birth of both of my children. So congratulations to the Van Noy family. It's a it's a life-changing experience, as most of you who are listening to this podcast can attest to. But congratulations to Kyle Van Noy on that well-deserved uh, opportunity and just that crowning achievement in life to ha- see the birth of your first child. All right, anyways, we'll move, us, move along here. We'll get catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports here in just a moment. Before we do that, though, do need to talk to you today about our our title sponsor on this podcast and can't thank them enough for their continued support of the show, and that is Deseret First Credit Union. Deseret First Credit Union is asking all of its members right now, what's your focus? What is your why? They're also asking, well, whatever that might be, whatever that why, whatever that focus is, have you thought about refinancing your home to save some money and help fund that passion project? A lot of you probably have homes that you've purchased. You may be considering refinancing. Well, right now, rates are still low, and you actually can do no-cost refinancing through Deseret at First Credit Union, save you money, but also make sure that you're in a better financial situation all the way around, guys. It doesn't have to be hard. You go into Deseret First Credit Union, they have no cost refinancing, you get locked into a low rate for absolutely nothing and save potentially up to hundreds of dollars a month. It's absolutely incredible, guys. The DFCU mortgage team will work with you to find the right loan for your financial situation. Whether you're a first-time buyer, you've bought multiple homes, you've got investment properties, they'll find the right loan and the right financial situation for you. Call them 801-456-7070 or visit dfcu.com to apply in just five minutes or less. Deseret First Credit Union, you know why, we show how. Membership and eligibility required, OAC, terms and conditions apply, equal housing lender. Guys, need to take a minute and talk to you today about our good friends at All Guard Pest Control. They're a local company located right here in Utah County, but 
capable of servicing anybody along the Wasatch Front. Any Cougar fan out there who has any pest control issues, give All Guard Pest Control a call, and I'll explain why. They offer multiple services in terms of what you might need. They have a quarterly pest control program where they'll come out every three months and make sure that you are treated for that season's pest. So coming up this fall, spiders and whatnot try to move inside your home. Well, they'll make sure to show up and make sure that those creepy crawly things are not going to be seen this winter as you're inside your home more as the weather turns colder. They also, if you only need a one-time service, will come out just one time and make sure you're taken care of in that regard. They are here to make sure you are taken care of whatever situation you want. They're not going to come out for that one-time service, sign you up for a contract, and make sure that they have to come back four or five times. They'll come out the one time, treat it the one time, then leave you alone. They believe in the customer being the being right, I guess is the easiest way to say it. Well, give them a call. They are fantastic. The team at All Guard Pest Control, Seth and his team, big BYU fans to boot. They have awesome online reviews, guys. You go on and look at it. Five-star reviews up and down the board wherever you look. They are the best. Give them a call, 801-851-1812, or check them out at allguardpestcontrols.com. All Guard Pest Control, I can't recommend them enough. They are the best of the best when it comes to all gu- to pest control needs. That is All Guard Pest Control. Give them a call. Once again, 801 851 1812 that's 1812 or go to allguardpestcontrols.com Catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports, of course. Women's basketball, we talked yesterday about the non-conference schedule being released for men's basketball. I failed to note the women's non-conference schedule also being announced. They're going to start off play on October 29th when they host in-state foe Westminster College in an exhibition affair. They'll also take on the University of Antelope Valley in another exhibition game on November 2nd. Then they'll kick off the season Saturday, November 9th, taking on Washington State in Pullman. They'll come back home. They've got games in the non-conferences year against Fresno State. In-state rivals Utah State and University of Utah. Arizona State, another regional rival in Boise State and then Utah Valley University as well. Uh, BYU Women's Basketball also be part of the Maui Jim Maui Classic, taking on San Jose State and Oregon State in the Lahaina Civic Center on December 18th and 19th. So a big opportunity for Jeff Judkin's squad. I know they've uh, had some injuries earlier this offseason that have dampened some of the thoughts of what they might be able to do in the non-conference or even just the season overall, but I think it's a stout non-conference schedule, and Hoyer's hoping that Juddy and his girls can go out and absolutely play the way they played last year, because they absolutely opened eyes a year ago, doing what they did, making that run at the WCC title, taking down Gonzaga twice. So congratulations on the non-conference schedule, and here's hoping that coming up this next month, that BYU women's basketball can get off to a, a roaring start as they pursue another WCC title. One other note before we go on today's show is that BYU senior outside hitter McKenna Miller for the women's volleyball team was named as West Coast Conference Player of the Week for her performances over three matches at the BYU doTERRA Classic last week. She was named MVP of the doTERRA Classic after helping the Cougars beat LIU, Sam Houston State, and Weber State. She totaled 36 kills on a 321 hitting percentage with 13 digs, three aces, three blocks, two assists, oh yes, and a partridge in a pear tree. 
Congratulations to McKenna Miller. She is one of the best in the BYU's history recently. She's just been a steady contributor her entire career, and congratulations to her on getting the well-deserved honor of WCC Player of the Week. Uh, BYU heads out on the road this weekend to Wichita, Kansas uh, for three matches. Best of luck to the women's volleyball team as they continue to plow their way through the season. They're going to be taking on Wichita State, number three-ranked Texas and VCU starting this Thursday out there in Wichita. So best of luck to them this week as they pursue another gaudy record this this weekend and that number three matchup against Texas should go a long way to determining if BYU is a pretender or a contender this year. They lost to Marquette earlier this year on their home court. Hopefully they can go to Wichita and notch a big upset over number three ranked the Longhorns there in Wichita. Alright, that'll do it for today's edition of the show. Thanks again for joining us. It's been a blast to be with you on a Tuesday. Of course, we'll be out of practice today talking to defensive coaches and players. We'll have some interviews throughout the week. Hoping to have our good friend Ryan Abraham on the show uh, to talk about the USC Trojans as the week progresses, but 1.30 p.m. Mountain Time on Saturday afternoon. Prime slot for BYU football. Weather's supposed to be great. It's supposed to be in the mid-70s and sunny. You can't beat that if you're a BYU fan. So if you haven't gotten tickets yet, go to BYUtickets.com and scoop them up now because I think they're going to be going pretty quick after that big win over Tennessee. And of course, we have a ranked USC squad coming to BYU for the first time since 2004. It's been 15 years. Crazy to think that. But it should be a big opportunity for Kalani Sitake and his team to get a big up set and really do it in front of a national TV audience on network television. Today's show brought to you by our good friends at Deseret First Credit Union, of course the title sponsor right here on Locked On Cougars, as well as our good friends at Vivid Seats and All Guard Pest Control. Check out all of their services for anything you need in terms of home refinancing, pest control, or even just going to events, sporting events, concerts, whatever you're trying to do. Check out DFCU, Deseret First Credit Union, our good friends at All Guard Pest Control, and Vivid Seeds. Enjoy whatever's left of your Tuesday, and we'll catch you tomorrow. This has been Locked On Cougars for September 10th, 2019.